Who is the woman of Revelation 12, 1 through 6? And who's the child? And who is the dragon who tries to devour the child? Although many various explanations have been given, only one can be true, and that is the one that the text and context helps us to understand. Today on Hot Topics, who is the woman, dragon, and child in Revelation 12, 1 through 6? Let's get started. Revelation 12, 1 and 2 says, Now a great sign appeared in the heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and her head a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And this shouldn't surprise us because in Revelation 1.1, we're told about what's in the book of Revelation. It says the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to show to his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant, John. The term there signified means that there's going to be things that are signs, things that speak of something else. Now, when we see this woman with the sun and the moon and the stars, we've got to ask ourselves, where else do we see that in scripture? We see in Genesis 37, 9, then he, that's Joseph, dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. Now, God was showing Joseph how later on in his life he was going to use him in his powerful way and even his brothers would be bowing down to him. We see it referenced again in Genesis 37, 10 and 11. So he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come and bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his fathers kept this matter in mind. So the woman in Revelation 12, 1 and 2 is the nation of Israel. Let's just look at the story of the Bible. The Bible starts with Adam and Eve falling into sin, God giving the promise that one of the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. That's Genesis 3.15. And we know that God raised up Abraham to raise up a nation that one of his descendants would bless all nations. God's desire was to bless all nations, but God was going to use the nation of Israel to do it. The enemy, the dragon, knew that. So we see another sign appearing in heaven. Verse 3 of Revelation chapter 12. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon, having seven heads and ten hordes and seven diadems on his head. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. Now, a little bit later on, this is identified as Satan himself. We don't have to guess at who this is. We see it clearly in Revelation 12, 9. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old called the devil or Satan, who deceived the whole world. He has been cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So the second person that we see in Revelation chapter 12 is the dragon who appears, the Bible says, as an angel of light. But he is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he was trying to stop this child from being born. He knew that the child was going to come through Abraham and through Israel. And so he persecuted Israel trying to stop the Messiah from being born, but was not effective. Listen to what it continues to say. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth and devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule over the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. 
Now remember, this is a snapshot. We're seeing an overview. So we're seeing that Israel was raised up and then the dragon attacked Israel and then the child was born and the enemy tried to destroy the child when he was born. In verse six, then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God and they should feed her there 1,260 days. This is during the tribulation period where God sends Israel out into the wilderness where they are protected for three and a half years from the dragon. We get more information on this a little bit later on, but for the sake of looking at who they are now, it's important for us to understand the child is Christ who would rule with a rod of iron. The dragon is the one who is trying to destroy Christ. That's the conflict we see going on in the world. And the woman with the sun, the moon, and the stars is the nation of Israel that the enemy is trying to destroy. And God is going to redeem them in the end. And we're told in Romans 11, 25, and 26 that God doesn't want us to be ignorant of a mystery that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in and then they shall all be saved. God's plan was to raise up Israel. They would go through difficulties and hardships in birthing the child. They would bless all nations and then God would protect them and bring them back and restore them in the last days. Let me read this to you again. Revelation 12, one through six. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and 10 horns and seven diadems on his head. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour the child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule the nations with a rod of iron and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. This passage is giving us the conflict that is taking place throughout history from the beginning when there was a promise of the seed of the woman who was going to crush the serpent's head until the very end when God restores the nation of Israel and defeats the enemy. Now there are a few other suggestions that have been given and we can learn from these suggestions. There are those that believe that this was a reference to Virgo, that on September 23rd, 2017, there was a sign in the sky of Virgo, the woman, the virgin, who was pregnant and giving birth to a child, with Leo above her head having nine stars and three moons, making a total of 12 stars. The sun was right off her shoulder, so she was clothed in the sun, and the moon was by her feet. And so many believed that this was a sign and that Jesus was going to return on September 23 of 2017. Of course, it didn't happen. And then people began to add to it. Well, it's at the end of the seven years after September 23rd, 2017, that Jesus is going to return. This is a warning to us to not use complicated things to try to set dates and to make it fit. For one thing, there's more than nine stars in Leo. For another, Jupiter wasn't inside of Virgo for nine months. It moved in and out. And finally, Jupiter didn't leave Virgo on September 23rd, right on the nose, which is Rosh Hashanah or the Jewish New Year. All of this sounded good, but it wasn't true. 
People try to set dates all the time by using complicated equations. Israel as a nation was born in 1948. Biblical generation is 40 years. And so and Jesus is gonna come back by 1988. And many believe that until 1988 came and went. Like September 23rd of 2017 came and went. Don't set dates. Jesus said, be ready. You don't know the hour when I'm going to return. And he doesn't mean a literal hour. It's using that as an idiom. You don't know when he's going to return. So be ready all the time. Stop setting dates. Now, there are also some who believe that the woman in the sky is Mary. These are mostly Catholics who are used to venerating Mary. And when they read Revelation 12, 1 through 6, they see Mary there, but it doesn't fit with the rest of the story. How was she taken away into the wilderness and hidden for three and a half years, which we are told God does with the nation of Israel? Part of it fits, but not all of it. And we've got to make sure that all of it fits. Mary was blessed among women to be sure, but we don't want to put her someplace in the Bible where she's not. Now, others believe this to be the church, that the church is the woman with clothed in the sun, with the moon at the feet and the 12 stars being the 12 apostles. Now, these are those that are involved in replacement theology. They don't believe God's using Israel anymore. And the promises that God made to Israel, he's going to fulfill in the church, which, which really speaks poorly of God. Because if God made promises to Israel, he's got to keep them for Israel. You can't make a promise to one person and pay it to someone else. Try doing that when you make a promise to pay one bank and then try paying another bank instead and see how that works. Or make a promise to one of your children that you're going to give them ice cream. Go get the ice cream and give it to another one of your children and see how that works it would not be fair. God will keep all of his promises to Israel. Yes, he has set Israel aside for a while until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, and then he will restore the nation of Israel. Romans 11, 25 and 26 says, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and all of Israel will be saved, as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Note that it says there, I don't want you to be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion. And this is what the church has done. Before Israel became a nation in 1948, they couldn't figure out how Israel was going to fulfill all those promises, so they replaced it with the church. And this has caused anti-Semitism within the church, and it needs to be stopped and fought against. Now let's consider three things in closing. Number one, God is restoring and working with the nation of Israel today. It's not finished. It won't be finished until they receive Jesus as their Messiah. Number two, the church is the bride, but has not replaced Israel. What a place we have as the bride of Christ, but we have not replaced Israel. God will work within Israel still. And number three, we have yet to see Israel flee into the wilderness. That's still in the future. A lot of what takes place in Revelation 12, 1 through 6 has taken place in the past, but it's not yet completely fulfilled, and that will be fulfilled during the 70th week of Daniel or the tribulation period that Jesus said is the time that is coming that is worse than anything this world will ever see or is ever going to see, and he's going to supernaturally protect Israel during those days. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.